Welcome, everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. As always, you guys make sure to send us to your friends. Give us five stars. You know, all the things. Subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button because we want to be able to come up in your podcast feed as soon as we have a new episode, which last week was a little late. <laughs> you forgot to hit the, the Yeah. Uh, the so I have, I have a process where I edit and then I load it. And then I have to hit a button that publishes it. You didn't hit the button. I didn't hit the button. I don't know what I was thinking. I must have got distracted in my process. Um, it does take a second for it to load. Yeah, to all I of say the... a second. It takes like a minute and a half. Yeah. But then it takes longer than that to go through to all of the different yeah, services. I, so I load it to um, the website that hosts us. Yeah, and then I Buzzsprout. Think, and they in case to... anybody was no- wanting to know about the business of podcasting, we upload to something called Buzzsprout, which is basically like a single service that then puts it out to like every podcasting right. app that you can imagine right. anywhere you're listening you're getting our podcast and it does it through one thing unlike me i really wish that there was a way for me to do that with social media i cannot load a video to all of my social media platforms at one time and it is annoying it even is even facebook and instagram they're the same company yep can't do it hmm. actually you can do it you can do it you're right you can do it i just don't choose to do it that way but Right. It's just those two. You're right. I can do it that way. But I can't do YouTube. I can't do TikTok. Like, how different... All It's interesting how many different perks there are with podcasting and those yeah. apps and how they were developed versus the other ones. Cause well, I think these were developed so much later. And so I think as they were getting developed, people probably were probably thinking, hey, when they do this, I let's do it this way. Maybe. I don't know. It is very convenient the way that you can send that podcast, podcast out to every single app that anyone listens to. Yep. Stitcher. One one button. Yeah, one button. So anyway, it didn't get loaded, and my sister texted me. She said she'll listen sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning. If she wakes up in the middle of the night, she'll listen to our podcast the day that it releases. And she texted me about 5.30 or 6 a.m. on Monday and said, is something wrong? What's wrong? (laughs) I was like, oh, Thomas forgot to hit the publish. Thomas forgot to hit the button. And then it takes some time to to get through to all the services. So we were a little late last week, but hopefully that mistake will never happen again because now that you've done it, You'll never do it again. I'll be a little more conscious of it. Don't we all learn from our mistakes? Yeah. I'm such a routine person, though. Like, it really does surprise me that I forgot to hit the button, but... Who knows, man? We've been so... Like, you are finally... I think for the first time ever, you have expressed stress and maybe slight... Not anxiety, probably, but slight stress over the busyness of the season. And I don't know why. What what has changed this year over any other for you to feel more stressed? a big part of it is our kids schedules yeah the are sports. getting to where like i when when we are out of football season i handle it and it's just uh, in the past they haven't maybe one of them did this one thing but i think all four of them are doing something now and i can tell you that i have long like ever since we've been married and thinking about having children i've always said i don't want to be the in the car all the time racing our children i don't want to be a soccer mom which right. we call it soccer mom but that's essentially a taxi cab service is what yeah. that's what that is what it is and i've never wanted to be that person i don't think that my life should revolve around my children's sports and their i wouldn't say that that's what it is for me i mean it's it's that i'm not leaving school at three o'clock every day sometimes it's we're waiting for one of the kids to go to tutoring and so it's four o'clock yeah sometimes it's you know another one has softball and so it's 5 30 or we leave at three but we have to be somewhere by five and so it's not like i'm shuttling people around 
a hundred different places, but it's just not the same routine. It's not a routine, which drives you nuts. And yeah. I know you messaged me the other day and said, it's just the lack of routine that is making me like, it's, I don't know if it's making your head spin or if it's just, it's just stuff to keep up with, which I will remind you, and you know this to be true, that has been my life. Our entire, as yeah. we've had children, that has been my entire existence. It's, it's Even without the children, it's it's the nature of your job as well. You don't have a routine with it your job. It doesn't make me any less crazy. I don't handle it any better. Mm-hmm. I think that you're just getting a slight bit of a taste of what it is to like to deal with that. And then some, another like thing will get thrown in the plan, and it just feels like... You can't do one more thing. Right. It just feels like, what else is there to, like, it's just overwhelming, especially this time of year. Because on top of all the kids, you know, scheduled activities, the teachers start throwing in, can you send a book to school for a gift exchange? Can right. you send $10 for a t-shirt? Uh, the Christmas play is this day. Like, the amount of things that they try to shove in to... December, not to mention all of, you know, we got to go to an office Christmas dinner and I got to schedule that. All those things is just one more thing and it adds up. Um, Speaking of that, with eating at Christmas dinner, I know you haven't really been in touch with me about this, but I've been trying to schedule. It's just, it's just two couples. It's just me and you and (laughs) Nate. (laughs) um, So we'll be going uh, out to eat. But I wanted to go to a nice restaurant. So I started like looking at places and I started looking at dates. The amount of dates that we can do it and that he can do it because he's a firefighter too. And so like he's only off certain nights, you know, all this different stuff. So I'm trying to plan dates that will work to go out to eat. Mm -hmm. And so I narrow them down and then I start looking at restaurants and trying to find a table for four people. We're not, we're not trying to do a 50 person banquet. We're not trying to like reserve half of the restaurant. It's nothing like that. It is a table for four people, which seems like just a table, Mm -hmm. right? Like any table, table. any table at a restaurant could fit four people. I had a very difficult time finding. Really? Yeah. Which is a great thing i think if if a restaurant like well are restaurants full capacity now are they still yes they are yeah here they are um and so you can't find a table so i finally found a table it is good for them i guess unless it's a short staffing issue which that could be it too yeah so it's interesting how all these different things work you think because you can't get a table it must be because they're so busy it's like mm, they'd probably be busier if they had more people to serve right or to cook or right. you know whatever it is um so anyway i was able to find a table we are successfully going to be eating dinner on like december is it like night? it's a wednesday night it's like, i saw you put it on it there. was like december 19th <laughs> it's like getting close to christmas like yeah. really getting close to where <laughs> whoever's in there is like <laughs> what are y'all doing here <laughs> like you know everybody wants to celebrate their christmas um you know office parties and stuff probably like the first second or third week yeah. Ooh, the third week is really pushing it hard but we're gonna be in there like the tight the 19th like thank goodness we're not going out of town because yeah we would be <laughs> it would not have happened for sure because anyway um So the main thing that we wanted to talk about today is a conversation that I had with someone, but it's something that I've been thinking about for a while now. And that is with, again, the job market being the way that it is, um, we keep hearing these, these whispers of people like, well, it's not, micro is not whispering, you know, micro, micro is doing, um, uh, micro from dirty jobs, from dirty jobs. Yeah. He's doing, um, basically like this trade industry, um, training type stuff, a huge advocate mm-hmm. for that type thing. And so I think, 
you know, there was, we've talked about, you've listened to a podcast with Jocko uh, Willick, and he has a podcast with this other guy. And I think the other day they were talking about um, how jobs and college used to be approached, even like, Jocko's probably like early 50s. Yeah. So whenever he was in high school, now he went probably, did he go to the military right after high school or did he go to college first? And he went then to the military first. Oh, he went to the military first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So however school, like college or whatever was approached to him or fed to him through his education, what that looked like. In college, it, his he is saying that when he was in high school, college was not pushed the way that it is now. Mm-hmm. Like as if it's an expectation. Right, right. And it almost feels like a bell curve. We always talk about these bell curves, but... It feels like a bell curve where he was in the low end of things where college was not being pushed and not being the end all be all of right. your your adult life. Then you got into the the top of the bell curve, which is probably our generation of people mm-hmm. where like everybody felt like they needed to go to college or else you didn't think you were going to get a job. And if you went to college, you thought, doggone it, I'm going to get a job. It's gonna and it's going to be a good one and it's going to pay. Right. And then you start to eat back down that bell curve where people are starting to realize, like, wait a second, I just paid, like, if you do the fi- the numbers, the financial numbers, mm. I just graduated from college with an e- or a journalism degree or an English degree, and I'm making $30,000 a year. Right. So... $100,000 education, right. $30,000, like I'm going to be paying I'm gonna be paying this thing off for the rest of my life, basically, right. when if you compare it to a trade of there. Okay, I know we always mention, not we, but like the general public, whenever they say trade, what do you think of? A plumber. A welder. An electrician. Like the, those are the only trades that anyone right. ever thinks of. There are yeah. a million trades out sure. there. And um, so they think if you become, if you go and train and do a trade, you could be earning $75,000 an hour and not have the $100,000 debt. Right. So you're earning three times as much money. Or how much? I don't know. I'm not a math person. No, how much was not. that? Two and a half times you, as you much said money? $75,000 an hour. <laughs> he meant a year. Oh, a year. I'm sorry. A year. Um, Instead of $30,000 a year. And you don't right. have any of the debt, right? Because right. yeah. you went to trade school. Um, and usually those are paid training. Internships from what, or something. Yeah, yeah, from what I can understand. You probably pay initially for some basic materials or something yeah but then i'm sure there's you're paid while you're training kind of thing right so the difference between those two things like it it like if you're just sitting there doing like on a chart and a sheet it does not make sense to do the college route for a lot of a lot of people yes if you're a doctor if you're a lawyer if there's a profession an engineer like there's some professional degrees that need a college degree in order to do the job that you're going to do and you won't be able to get into that career if you don't have the correct. degree, right? That's correct. Um, and so, look, I feel like what I'm saying is everyone knows this stuff. Right. I mean, everyone... So here's kind of a layer, though, to what you're saying. Uh, is that, and it, I could tell you this as a teacher, when I, if I go around and ask my class, what do you, what do you think you want to be when you grow up? They all think that they are going to be these professional... Child. Oh, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be an architect. I'm yeah. going to be a... And I mean, just just by sheer averages, I mean, there's there's no way all of you are. Mm-hmm. So all of you are probably going to try college a little bit, which means you're going to have to. I mean, I don't know what they're take on a little bit, of debt. but you'll probably take on some debt. And realistically, most of you are probably not going to be those things. Yeah, you know, some some professional where you need that college degree, you'd be better off. <clears throat> just going straight into 
you know, into the trade and maybe working your way up. Because, I mean, I teach at a private school. A lot of these kids are, are very motivated. They come from good backgrounds. Like, if they just started instead of going to college, if they just went straight into the workforce, they could work their way up with the connections that they have, especially. I was going to say, they, they no, not just are they self-motivated, they're connected. Yes. And they, so they could work up very they have quickly. Opportunities. If they were to go work for, you know, instead of going to college thinking that, well, I'm going to be an architect, and instead they went and worked with a construction company, they would know somebody's dad that can get them a job who would probably promote them pretty quickly to be like a foreman. And then they're like running their own crew within like two or three years. They're getting paid really good money to do. So we're speaking very logically. There's no emotion in that, right? We're speaking very logically. And I think all these things are, we're not saying anything any of our, our, yeah, any of our listeners haven't heard. Like all of you have, and I think most people would now agree you don't need a college education to be successful. What I find to be the interesting thing is I have not yet met one person who says that and has allowed their child to not go to college. Right. Yeah. And it's a very interesting thing to me. Like, do you really believe that? Like, it just feels like, a, I believe that to be true. I don't think everything every kid needs to go to college. Right. But that's not for my kid. Right. My kid is going to go to college. My but kid, not, if your kids don't go to college, we're totally not gonna, understand. We're I don't not look down on you. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to socially judge you. Right. That's essentially what this conversation comes down to is, I'm giving you my acceptance of that because I'm showing you that I'm not going to socially judge you. Right. But that's for you. Right. That's not, not for, for me. me. My kids, my kids are going to college. My kid is all. My kid is college material. So, so let's back up a little bit because most, I think it needs to be said that the circles that we run in, for the most part, I teach at a private school. Your um, clientele is mostly college educated. Yes. Yeah, higher in or even know. higher. So, I think you're dealing with people that are whose parents, in my case, and in your case, the clients themselves are college educated of or course. higher, and so. They had that for themselves, so they just sort of probably expect that their children are going to have that as well. But it's still the line that I hear them say, regardless of where they are. You know, I think it is, and I understand that it is a privilege to get to say, not everybody needs to go to college. I understand that the people who are not in that privileged position want to be able to say, yes, I'm sending my kid to college. It would be a delight and a privilege for them to be able to send their kid to college and say, like, they're proud of that. I mean, I went to LSU, and um, which is a state college, as you guys probably know, and most of the kids that were in my class were first-generation college graduates. They were the first child in their family to graduate from college. I had never, I never even knew that, like, that I was a thing. I didn't, I mean, obviously someone has to be the first generation. Sure. I understood that much, but to be tw- like, I'm young, right? Like I'm 18, 22, whatever years old. And so LSU has been open a very long time. Lots of generations of college right. graduates have come before, including my own family. Um, but my mom's not a college graduate, you know? Uh, and so I don't know why it yeah. hit me as weird. <laughs> no, it wasn't weird. It was just like, like kind of eye opening. I was like, Oh my gosh, right. like what? Like, <laughs> and so, you know, my, uh, anyway, so it was interesting. Like my dad graduated from college. And so I, we were all, all of my siblings went to college and it was just like, I just assumed that everyone around me, all their siblings and parents or whatever had graduated from college as well. And so, yes, I understand being in that like privileged view of we're all just college graduates. Right. Yeah. Um, But there's plenty of people who 
who don't think they don't think that they're smart enough for college or they don't think that that's a possibility for them and they know it's a lot of money and all these different things and they're not able to think of it in the way that that um our mindset is which is like which college you gonna go to whatever well so so there's another part of it too is that um especially at the school that i teach at which is the school that we attended Mm -hmm. everybody just assumed that you were going to college and then I think there's also sort of this secondary assumption that if you're going to college, you're going to graduate from college. Right, right. And that's not the case right. at all. I mean, I would, I don't even know what the percentage is on that, but it's got to be very low yeah. of people that go to college and actually graduate college. I mean, that, that number's got to be exceptionally I, low. I know that when I was in college, which was 15 years ago, um, I remember there was just something to being able to to work through four years or five years. I went for five, but to work that long through college on your resume, regardless of what your GPA was, when you right. put that on a resume, it's like I attended a university for four years and stuck with it. And just sticking with it meant something. Yeah. But gosh, are we, are we going to spend, are we going to pay a hundred thousand, whatever the money is to just say that we have some stick to it. Right. Like street, street credit. Kinda. Is it, Yeah. Some street credit. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it is. Crazy. So I think what it comes down to is the we're we're including too much emotion in the thought process of what's best for our kids. I had a conversation um, with a friend of mine last week, and he just had a baby. Like the baby's like nine months old or something, and Mm -hmm. he's like, "I'm going to push her toward this career, this certain career." I was like, "What? (laughs) Why? Excuse me, what?" He's like, yeah, there just needs to be more f- females in that field. And I just think that it'd be really great if she was in that. And, and I said, but why? I said, just money? Like, I can't really, I said the yeah. word just before money, but I did. I was like, is it just for money? He's like, he like paused for a couple seconds thinking about it. And he goes, well, yeah. And I'm like, this is the problem. Yeah. This is the problem. Is. We cannot push our children toward any career for, for yourself, you're doing it for yourself too. For I mean, your, s- your kid might hate that, yes. whatever subject it is. I just, I see it happen during with your football players. I see kids being, you know, parents being vicariously living through their, their children, oh, absolutely th- through a sport. Yeah, I can't imagine it being a career like you are building an unhappy person. Yeah, like the entire like go read about Tiger Moms if you want to. If you want to hear what this is going to create, it's a Tiger Mom situation. What is a Tiger Mom? A Tiger Mom is heavy in um, like Asian cultures where they're like pushing their kids culturally. They push their children to be doctors and right. lawyers and very high. Like they push them through their education and the only A's like you're the highest GPA will do and right. all this type thing. And it's like it's it's so in their. Um, like their brains yeah. it, it's yeah. such a it's just such a bad well i look i shouldn't speak to it because it's just not how i feel about it sure. so i'm not going to say i shouldn't say it's bad it's not that it's bad it can be very detrimental to the right. psyche i think for some it, it just depends it reminds me a lot of like you have a serial killer and you have a mom that raised like four kids one mm-hmm. of them became a serial killer right. they all were raised the same right, right? Yeah. so what was it about that one that didn't accept the same the way that the raising. formation yes right. and so I think it's similar like the tiger mom is pushing you and some kids might take that as like great motivation like yeah. if she had not been there I would not have been motivated to do that thing and then someone else is like this is depressing I can't take this pressure do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. and so I think that's the part of parenting that's I mean well there's a gazillion hard parts of parenting but that is a tough part of parenting when you have multiple children um, the ability to 
kind of like push the yeah. gas pedal on and put the one brake on. One of your kids on. might need a tiger mom and the other one yeah. needs the whatever the opposite of I don't the know tiger is. is. I don't know. Like some, I mean, then sometimes it changes. Sometimes they need to be super motivated and sometimes they need to, to pull back and not, and not work to not push so hard because right. that can be detrimental too. Parenting's exhausting. But anyway, I just, I just want people to be considerate of when you say that phrase, not everybody needs to go to college. Yeah. Stop and Which think. Which I think a lot of people do say that like, and they're not ever talking about themselves. No, you're never talking about, you, maybe, I wonder if maybe in the back of their brain they think, or like they pretend they think they're talking about themselves. But truly. Well, I think they, I think they, I think they might be. Be honest with yourself. Is it going to hurt your feelings or is it going to, um, are you going to be embarrassed to tell your friends your kid's not going to college or are you going to be. Yeah, because you know that's going to come up. Okay, so if that's the case. If you can, if you can sit with yourself or sit with your therapist or whoever you, your spouse, whoever it is you need to talk to, who's an adult, don't talk to your kid about this because this is you. This is a right. you problem. This yeah, is not it's their not your problem. Kid's problem. Right. This is a you problem. Um, go and talk to someone and work it out because if that answer is yes, if you're doing it because you're you don't want to tell your friends that. Your kid's not going to college. You're like embarrassed to tell them he's an electrician now. Yeah. Or you're um, not doing it because you're afraid they're not going to make enough money. Parenting is fear. Like we do tons of things out of fear. But if you can answer yes to any of those questions, then you need to start working on yourself. Yeah. That's a you problem. That's a you you problem. You got to get that fixed. And as parents, we tend to push our beliefs and emotions and feelings onto our kids and then they have to take those out into the world and deal with them. And that's not fair. Right. And we do it in a lot of different ways. But certainly their career and like who they get married to or who like all these different things, they they take those on for themselves. And kids want to appease their parents. Yeah. Ultimately. Especially at that age. I mean, they, they don't know. They, they want they you to be proud. Coming to, they're coming to an age because this is, this is the age group that I deal with every day. When they're little kids, they care everything about what their parents say it's the only thing they believe because they're your parents and they get to be teenagers and they start to realize their parents are idiots to a large degree and i don't really believe everything they say but i know that that i've always believed them and i know that they also have my best interest and then i also know that they have a way more experience than i ever do Mm -hmm. but you're just not really sure how much you can trust your parent and so now comes this huge decision like college and they're kind of like, well, should, like, is this something I trust my parents on or is this like the, hey, I can't go out this weekend because mom doesn't want me to Yeah, kind of situation. And Are they telling me because it's an actual right. worry or if it's because they're just scared? Right. Right? And so, so yeah, they, they don't know. And I mean, that's, again, if you if you as a parent can say, look, here's what college will do for you. It, let's talk about what career you might be interested in. Do you even need college to do that? I'm okay if you don't go to college, but let's have a plan because not going to college cannot be you living in my basement for the next 40 years. Sure. You know, like that, that I think that there is some of that with college. And I think you kind of talked about that too. College is a, an opportunity for them to kind of get out on their own. Yeah, because we, we, you know, off mic, we talked about how, you know, what's the alternative? If you, if you don't go to college and spend four or five years at college, um, then you go into a trade and basically become a working adult at the age of 18. Right. And it's kind of like, Ugh, 
on that too. But is it worth the money to send a child to college just so that they're not having to work yet? Like, just so they can have their college fun, basically. Right. They can, because I, I get it. Like, I, I do believe that a, a child, I shouldn't say child, they're adults when they graduate from yeah. high school, but young adults, that they should be able to spread their wings and be out from their parents' thumb and like live on their own and, right. you know, experience life. So, because they, they have to leave the nest, right? They're learning how to fly and they're not going to get it all right. But is college the place to do that? I just don't know that, that going directly from school to the workforce, like I don't know that I'm going to demand that of our kids sure. or think that that's the right thing for them. I do think that they need some time right. to kind of just like be. To figure it out. To figure it all out. And um, so what do you do in that meantime? If you're not if you're not making your kid um, do some sort of trade and work, I mean, maybe it's like a time of apprenticeship. I'm trying to think of alternatives to going directly well, into the workforce. Military is an option as well. Yeah, but I that's, think that's what a lot of. Yeah, and that's, that's definitely that, a cho- that's like a choice. That's a choice sure. like college is. Right. Um, and going back to what you were just saying about um, parents sending their kids off and like having that conversation about um, what is it that you like to do, what is it you want to do. I think a lot of parents and kids are directed heavily to their schools based on the alma mater that their parents went to, mm-hmm. wherever their friends are going to school. Like yep. they want to go to the University of Alabama because everyone else is roll tide or right. whatever. And it's like, but what you then you yeah, just what like, is, what and then that? you just choose a major when you get there. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's not <laughs> Yeah. That can't like here and this house, the house where we live, that cannot happen. Right. Um so you know, choosing choosing the right school based on because if you look at college for the thing it's supposed to be, it is supposed to be what you're training in in order to go get a job. It's supposed to be an investment. Yeah. An investment. You're right. spending that money as an investment in you're, your career. You. That's right. And if you are going and figuring out what you want, which is fine like for you to not know what you want to do, but to go to a college and then figure out your major based on just what they have available there, mm-hmm. that's not great either. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it would be a matter of like apprenticeships and various different things during high school maybe so they have some sort of idea yeah, as to what they want to do. I think it's really important. I tell my students this all the time that during you know, if you can if you can if you have the opportunity to work during the school year, but if, especially during the summer, everyone has time to work in the summer. Y'all need to go get jobs in the summer. Even if it's not the whole summer, yeah. like you one need month to go, out of the summer. You need to go find something and work in, and work in different things. Like if you think you want to be a doctor, go work in a hospital. Mm-hmm. You might go learn. find, you know, a scribe or, or as, as I did, I was a transporter at a hospital. Like there's plenty of jobs that high school kids do in a hospital where you actually get to see to some degree how a hospital works. Not even how a hospital hospital works, but how patients treat doctors Absolutely. and nurses. And they'll treat you that way too. And they'll treat you that way too. And because you're the lowest of the low. Right. Um, in the way that other uh, co-workers would speak to you and what your day looks like and how much you're on your feet and how much, like, mm-hmm. there's just so much that you can learn by just having the experience. And not only that, but you're experiencing, beyond the actual education of it, you're experiencing people of various different right. types, depending on the job that you're in. That's right. I mean, people always say get a job in the service industry, right? Like a restaurant or a dry cleaner. Like I worked at a dry cleaner for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um people will treat you like garbage and then you will never treat someone else like that. So it's almost like training in, um, you know, personnel, like, yeah. I don't know, public, <laughs> yeah. where you start to realize how other people are treated and then that creates 
like a lifelong inability for you to treat people like that because you see it right. from the other you side. You would hope. You hope, at least. One would hope. Yeah. So, um, again, I would just, I guess, the more I think about that phrase of, not everybody needs to go to college. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I will say this, too. Um, and I, this is something that I, I hope I'm, we're, that we're doing well with our kids. I would not... Um, I would not look at this the opposite way in that, well, I know I'm not going to go to college, and so I don't really need to try in high school, or all of that doesn't matter because I know I'm not going. Yeah, this is not about that. I would say, I mean, I hope I'm teaching our kids, like, I hope when they get to the end of their senior year of high school, they will have whatever option they want. Mm -hmm. I hope all the doors are open, and they can just choose not to go through the college door. Right. And they choose to go through, you know, some other door. And that would be fine. I, I do experience a fair amount of kids every year that, oh, well, I know I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to go do this. Like, my dad's a mechanic. I'm going to go work with my dad. That's He's, great. That's that's good. But you might also want to make good grades because you might change your mind at the end right. of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, I don't know. Maybe your dad's machine shop goes out of business and he changes jobs completely. And, and that's what you'd kind of thought you were going to do. And now. Yeah. That's not there, and your your grades are in the dumps right well, now. Well, and it's also the other facet of that is uh, working in class so that your teachers see you're a hard worker because making those relationships will matter right. one day too. Possibly, do you, are you going to need a recommendation for something? Sure. Um, how you how you talk to your teachers and how you work in class and all that stuff is going to affect possibly. You might need them. Yeah. Guys, don't burn bridges <laughs> right. in any way, shape, or form and continue, like you said, to leave your doors open. I think that's a great a great suggestion. You should be showing everyone around you that you work hard no matter what because you should ultimately be able to, you know, if the world comes crumbling down and you and I lost our jobs, I would hope to goodness that we could, through just sheer amount of people that we know and have met and treated the way that we've treated people mm-hmm. would allow us to get a job making money to to um, feed our family and keep our house and all that stuff. Right. Just through getting a job doing something because we we work hard and we work with our we can work with our hands and we're willing to do what it takes to just provide. Yeah. Right. So so just think of your kids and yourself that way. That regardless of the education, all the steps that you take to get wherever you're going you should be treating people kindly and building a bridge for yourself that if the right. if, if if your personal you know if you're like the path, job the path you had set out burns yeah you still got that bridge behind you that you built to walk to back else, yeah. And, yeah and and get you somewhere else because that's yeah. that's going to be hugely important so being lazy in class and saying well i'm not going to college anyway you're burning that bridge a little bit. You're yeah. burning. You're burning an an um, option for yourself, right? And an opportunity for yourself to right. do something else. So, yeah, you know, speaking. This is sort of switching subjects a little bit, but we're talking about opportunity. Uh, we there's a kid. This right now with football with our football players, our seniors. Uh, obviously, they're done playing, but several of them are are getting looked at by colleges, mm-hmm. and so we have a lot of colleges coming through asking us about certain kids. Anyway, they came through and, and asked about one, a couple kids, and I was doing lunch duty, and I saw the kid come through, and I was like, hey, what would that college have to offer? And he talked a little bit about it, and I said, well, I know some other school had already offered him, 
And uh, I was like, what do you what do you think in between those two? He said, well, it really comes down to who has my major. Oh. And I was like, wow. Good for him. That's a really, <laughs> not the answer I expected. You know, he's taking football times, as his, yeah, the secondary. Good for him. A lot of times you think of these kids thinking like, I'm going to go where I can play first. Or this team's better. Or it's more prestigious for me to be able to say this university versus this university. And when he hit me with that answer, I was like, oh, wow. Well, He's got his head on his yeah, shoulders well, for what sure. Are you, what are you looking to major? And he's like, you know, something with engineering, you know, I don't know if it's going to be like civil or mechanical. Like he had clearly thought out. Not just engineering. This is but where I would like to go. Yeah. I'm good at football. It could help me pay for for this. Right. Even if he doesn't play. I mean, this happens a lot. These kids will start off to play football somewhere because they have a scholarship. And they get a couple years down the road and either they're not getting on the field as much as they'd like or they really get interested in what they're doing academically mm-hmm. and they give up the football and they mm-hmm. pay for school the rest of the way because they know like this is this is my ticket out of here. Right. Football is going to take me so far, but, you know, the rest of the way is going to be it's going to be on me kind of thing. So I was just amazed when he gave me when he hit me with that answer. Well, the, f- not- the fact that y- you were blown away from that by that answer means that that's not the usual answer that not, you get. It is not the usual answer. Which goes to show you that most people are not thinking of their next step usually the most logic right. log- in the most logic way. Um, they're looking they're looking one step ahead. This kid's looking two and three steps ahead. Yeah. You know, they're looking at well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get to play football and it's going to be a free education. And I don't you know. think that there's anything wrong with, and I'm not saying there's something wrong. You need to be. If you are a parent who has a child who, well, if you have children at all, and they're obviously going through school, and you don't know what we're talking about right now, or you don't even know what questions to ask, find someone who can. Yeah. Find find someone who can help either educate you or help guide you through the process of getting your kids aligned to figure out what they want to do because ultimately as parents our jobs are to help these kids become adults yeah we're not there to to keep them at home forever as much as we love them part of love is making them into responsible adults and husbands and wives and parents and uh work co-workers and all those things you want to raise good humans like mm-hmm. at least that's my goal yeah i don't know what everybody else's goal looks like but i think that's why we're here um and so whatever that takes, even if you aren't educated, your job is now to find someone who can help you be educated or to just kind of take that role. Right. Or sit next to you in that role at right. least. Yeah. To and help you through that process. Yes. Yeah. So a little bit of homework for you guys as you navigate your kids possible like future of jobs and careers and uh, college and all that. Ask yourself, is my child a college bound child do they talk to your kid do they want to go to college yeah lay out the options have that conversation about what well and you got to do your homework i mean you have to know what you're talking about because you're not everything necessarily but your kid's going to ask a lot of questions yeah it's baby steps all these conversations don't have to happen at one time this is not like a sit down at the dinner table and and start talking we've already started talking to our eighth grader in fact we probably talked to her even before that, like, yeah. where do you think you want to go to college? Of course, she wants to go right here to South Alabama, which is fine if she goes to college. Um, but she's, she said she wanted to go to college. She's expressed that interest. So it's like, okay. Um, well, and then you ask them what they want to do, too. I think that's where you, you probably start is what do you want to do yeah. when you grow up? You know, depending on what they are, of course, your kids always are going to name whatever job it is that you have. 
Yeah. At least it, it always seems to be the experience I've had. But we already got a math teacher coming up. We, we already got uh, a designer, designer coming up. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I mean that. Then with that answer, it's like okay, well, if this is really what you want to do, this is the path that we're looking at. Yeah. Is may that, or may not require college. Yeah. Is that what you're interested in? Right. Um, and just start having some conversations, like long term, here and there, getting to know your kid. Sounds crazy, but yeah. <laughs> getting to know your kid a little better. Um, start having those conversations, and then start having those conversations with yourself about, okay, my kid said they don't want to go to college. Am I okay with that? Yeah. Why am I not okay with that? Okay, let me work through that. You know. Well, and then how can you help them if if they decide, you know, this is, you know, I want to be, I want to be a plumber. Or, you know, whatever. I mean, I want to work. I want to do something where I'm working with my hands. Yeah. That, they, that they're pretty much saying that they're not going to go to college. You're not, more than likely, you're not going to go to college and end up with a job where you're working with your hands. You yeah. know, I guess it could happen, but. No, you'd be not better for the off, most part. Yeah, for the most part, you're better off just getting into that trade and getting good at that trade. And, you know, if they aspire to, maybe owning their own business, mm-hmm. maybe not. I mean, not, I don't think that. I don't think that owning your own business That's is, a very different a, the, what want. you're aiming for. Yeah. Yeah. The other you thing might too, be happy just being that the best electrician that there is. Yeah. We don't yeah. we don't um enter this world a lot because we're here in the Gulf South and I don't know that there's a lot of like aspiring actors and rock stars right. here, but maybe there are. Um Maybe the rock stars there is, but not the actors as much just because we don't live in some sort of hub of that. Um, But if your kid comes to you and says, I want to be an actor, whatever, I just think that our job as parents is to be cautiously supportive of anything, right? Um, I know I've listened to so many Office podcasts, and John Krasinski was the guy who played um, Jim. Jim on The Office. And he always talks about how, in interviews, he'll talk about how his mom, um, you know, was like, cool, go out to... Los Angeles or whatever you're going to do, but like three years. Yeah. Like you get three years, whatever the amount of time, like some finite amount of time where it was Mm -hmm. like, you can do this thing that you think you want to do for a couple of years and I will support you. And then after that, we're going to reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah, We need to get real. We need to do a reevaluate and then you end up making it. So it's fine. So it's like a yay story, but that doesn't always happen. Um, But to be, to be cautiously supportive of, Within reason, guys. Well, I'll say, too, I mean, if you're having these conversations with your kids when they're young enough, hey, I want to be an actor. Well, let's go Let's go put you in a few plays here. Yeah. And you're going to see how much work it is memorizing your lines and getting in front of everyone's looking at you. And when right. you mess up, people are going to say things. And it really you know, is, is a that really of, something that you want to do? Yeah. There are definitely ways in, in no matter what your child is seeming interested in, there's ways to get them in at the very elementary level in order to um, find out if it's something that they want to do in their their adult life. All right, we started giving y'all steps, and then we got into a whole other conversation, but that's <laughs> our conversation today on, um, you know, college. If you need to go to it, if you don't, just consider, you know? Yeah. Just make it a conversation, an ongoing conversation with the whole family, because everybody needs to hear it. It's just like financial conversations. Yep. It needs to be something that you're talking about often, and that everybody's comfortable talking about it, so that it's not... So Out you can be open field. and honest about it too. Yes. I mean, if if it's uncomfortable to talk about on a base level, then getting to the deeper thoughts and feelings about it are yeah. going to be really, really hard, and you'll probably never get there. Yeah, it it'll end up being a point of contention for sure with the whole family. But um, okay, so don't forget to give us five stars. Send us to your friends; they can subscribe too and start listening. And until next time, bye y'all. Bye y'all. <laughs>